When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They want you not to be able to fill up gas in your car. They want your electricity bill to be higher. They want your heating bill to be higher. And and, and the cruelty, of course, it doesn't impact them. The the, the Democratic elites will still fly on their private planes everywhere they go. And, And the working people, they just say, let them eat cake. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. That's right, Ted. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. God, I hate Mondays. I hate Mondays. I'm sorry. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Well, I guess Saturday, Saturday Night Live is just really sucking bad, man. I guess it's just really gotten worse. I, I didn't see it. I haven't watched that show in decades, but it's like a news story today how bad Saturday night's episode was. And uh, I, I just watched a little the, the opening uh, to this, this, this week's edition because, I mean, a lot of people are just railing against it like this, this show sucks. Why is it still on the air? And uh, the, the opening... The cold opening features... I, I don't even know the, the, these guys' names. I don't even know the names of the cast anymore. But it's one guy playing Joe Rogan, and it's another dude playing Big Bird, and then some chick playing Ted Cruz. Uh, Pete Davidson, that's the, the that's that guy, that smarmy guy that he I guess he's hooked up with Kim Kardashian now, so he thinks he's all that. Hey, hey, Pete, she drove the last dude crazy, okay? Davidson, I used to host Fear Factor, and now doctors fear me. Big Bird, can you help me, Joe? Davidson, oh, sure thing, Big Bird. You see, I took Carlos Mencia down. I can take COVID. Here's some zinc and some horse medicine. Big Bird, why, why, well, why would a bird take horse medicine? Uh, The guy playing Joe Rogan, I'm a human, and I took horse medicine, and I'm speaking of things that are horse-like. My interpretation of it is actually funnier than the actual <laughs> when they're actually doing it. And uh, the responses were, my God, this is, let's see, Lisa DePascal, uh, an author, Joe Rogan, talking about this sketch will be funnier than anything on SNL in the last 10 years and to a bigger audience. Ooh, snap. Eric July, a rapper, who the blank is even laughing at this blank, aside from how terrible it is. The Babylon Bee, Kyle Mann from the Babylon Bee. Why are liberals so bad at comedy? <laughs> they are. You know, Chris, why do you think? You know why I think they're so bad at comedy? Because they're miserable, unhappy people. That's why. Now, you know, I tend to be a miserable, unhappy person as well, but that works for me. You know, I, I, I make fun of myself, you know, and I, I think it's because they're, they're just so sanctimonious. And they think everybody agrees with them, so everybody will think they're being really cute and funny. Well, their comedy is about revenge. Yeah, 
But one thing that makes jokes so funny is when it's true. Yes. They have no truth. They have no truth. And they're still going with the Joe Rogan took horse medicine thing, which, you know, was debunked several weeks ago, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hodge Twins comedians, this is cringy even for SNL. So it's funny. It's like the left in this country, they want to puke all over uh, real comedians and real comedy uh, because it's not woke or it's offensive. But they themselves are not capable of producing anything funny. Because there is there is nothing more not funny, I think, than sanctimony. And that's really what you see at play with Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Well, it's sanctimony and arrogance. And the arrogance is that, well, we're Saturday Night Live, so we're just always funny because we're Saturday Night Live. You know what I mean? And the sanctimony is that, you know, they're so, it's so much smarter than the little people that watch our show. The, this is a recipe for non-funniness. <laughs> so anyway, when that, that, that's how the week started, right? When, when Saturday, Saturday Night Live is so freaking unfunny, the unfunniness of it becomes a new story. You know something weird's going on. Y'all have a nice weekend. The, the news is kind of crappy today. We're, we're really kind of just waiting on, uh, a, well, a couple of things breaking. We have a tenth person now. Uh, out of the concert in Houston that, that has passed away, a young boy, uh, which is very sad. And then you have, let's see, Biden is uh, apparently going to be signing this disastrous infrastructure bill at some point. Uh, Beto uh, has announced this morning that he's running for governor. He is the biggest doof. Chris, don't you think he's Beto? He's a doof. He's a douche. And then uh, we have, <laughs> and then we have the Rittenhouse uh, final uh, arguments uh, about to kick in here momentarily or soon. And I, I don't know, man. Trey and I were talking about it. We got a couple of things at play here. I mean, pretty much, if you've been following this case, you've already made up your mind one way or the other, right? I think he was. I think it was self defense. Um, the prosecution has sucked pretty much uh, in this trial. But, and there's always a but, because I'm sitting on one, uh, you never know how a jury's going to roll, man. You just never know. You never know. The juries sometimes do squirrely things. And my opinion is, if, if he gets hung up on something, well, and also they're, 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 they're thinking the judge may allow for them to find him guilty of lesser charges than what he's, you know, on trial for. Which, you know, we'll see. If he's convicted on some lesser charge, like let's say manslaughter or something like that, what'll hang him up is that he went there with an with an AR-15 hanging off his shoulder. And I think people will argue, well, he went looking for trouble, man. He's 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 got an AR hanging off his his shoulder. So I personally don't believe that's the case. I personally believe he had good motivations for doing what he did, and I personally believe he was trying he was protecting himself. He thought he was in danger. But I don't know. Again, I'm not sitting in that jury pool, man. I don't know. I do not know. And they have, uh, juries have done, have ruled strangely before. So I pray for the young man. I hope he, I hope he gets to leave and go home to his mom, who I think should sue the snot out of everybody that called him a white supremacist from the president on down.
We remember I told you last week how people, when they were watching the trial, were actually surprised that the two guys he killed and the guy he shot weren't black because everyone from the president on down has claimed he was a white supremacist for which there is absolutely no evidence whatsoever. And so people were surprised that there were, that there were three white dudes, man. Also, unfortunately, it's not allowed in trial, but the, the, the two of them were, were total scumbags. One, I think, was a pedophile of some regard or had been arrested for assaulting a child. These were thugs that were shipped in to stir up trouble. These were thugs that were shipped in to burn and loot and create havoc and chaos. Destroying people's businesses that they had worked, you know, their entire lives to uh, to maintain or to produce or, or to have to keep the doors open. So I hope he walks out. I don't know. What are your thoughts? What do you predict will happen with Kyle Rittenhouse? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And uh, I don't know what else we'll talk about. It's, it's kind of a slope. But beyond the things I, I mentioned there, there's not a lot to talk about. we got some scattered stories that I could bring up. Uh, some puke on MSNBC thinks all truckers are white racist men over 55. And we need more black truckers and more female truckers. It's always the race thing. 210-599-5555. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Hey, 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 hey. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Mr. Glasgow is here. Don Morgan is off today. We have Dennis Foley. Dennis Foley. News Director Dennis Foley. I just like saying your name, Dennis Foley. Oh, nice. Thank you. Dennis Foley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with this Rittenhouse thing? Right. Any thoughts? No. It's really hard to hard to predict any, in any way, either way. We shall see. Here's Jason. Jason, how you doing? Pretty good, Sean. I love the show. Appreciate you letting me on. God bless you, man. God bless you. What are you thinking? Hey, uh, <clears throat> this might have already been said by somebody else, but I hadn't heard it yet. Uh but the day before yesterday, they were talking about how they had 500 guardsmen uh, right. around there ready to go uh, however the trial ends up. Right. Uh, but where were those 500 guardsmen when all this stuff went down? If they were there, mm. then wouldn't it sort of uh, prevent all this to begin with? Gee, I would agree with that. That's, an, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I don't know. I wonder, well, remember because they said these were peaceful protests, right? And uh, everybody's trying to make that make it out to be like they're this is justifiable protest. So, right. it, it, you know, if you send the national guard in, it's fascism and blah blah stinking blah. But I agree, it's a fair yeah, point. Yeah. So, I, just, I had to get that off my chest. I've been wondering it for a couple of days. Yep, yeah, it's a good question, man. I don't know. I have no answer. I appreciate the call. Yeah, thank you, brother. Thank you. And, yeah, and we were talking about this on Ware and Rima. What happens if they do acquit him? That's why the National Guard are there, because they're expecting some, you know, craziness. Here's Brad. Brad, how you doing? Hey, happy, happy uh, Monday to you, Brad. Happy Monday. <laughs> Hello? Brad? Brad? Brad. The the widespread civic consequences, is there going to be a riot or no riot? That ought not be a part of the equation. 
to figure out whether a dude is guilty or not. And it seems to me, if they're trying to say, oh, well, he went down there with the express goal and plan of, of, of shooting people, well, then if that had been the case, he would have taken up a position like uh, Charles Whitman or Oswald in a window or a high perch, uh, or like that guy in Dallas who right. got all the, the, the policemen. Uh, and he wasn't doing that. He was out in the open, and one of the men that accosted or tried to assault him was a guy who was barred or banned from uh, having a, a firearm. So, of course, if I can knock you down and steal your gun, then I've got me a gun uh, illegally, but I've got a gun. And uh, it, it, it's just unfortunate. I think the guy will probably be acquitted unless the jury is instructed to go for the lesser offense of manslaughter. Right. But even then, that's going to be a tough sell because those guys, if, if, if somebody's charging at you and they're holding up a gun, are raising a firearm in your direction. Right. I think it's reasonable to assume that they're intending to harm you, and you better lock and load and, and put the steel on the target as quick as you can. I agree. I, I wouldn't have went down there myself uh, had I been him. They said, well, you know, this kid lives in across the border in another state. Well, he worked in Kenosha. Right. He knew people in Kenosha. He knew people who had visited in Kenosha. Yeah, he just didn't and show up didn't... because he didn't have no connections to – he was protecting a friend's business, if I remember correctly. So I got I got to run. Oh, he, he hung up. Um, you know, I, I I again I don't know. I'm kind of with Dennis. I mean, it could go either way because there's things that the jury has not heard, like they haven't heard the backstories of these guys who were who were chasing after him that he ultimately shot. Uh, you know, I I, I don't know. It, it, again, you and I can sit here and say it's a slam dunk based upon you know what we know and and what would be the obvious choice. But that doesn't mean the jury's gonna gonna rule in that direction. You, you know, juries are sometimes notoriously uh, uh, squirrely in how they end up ruling a, what may seem to be an obvious ruling to you and I, uh, even though or the, because we have probably to a certain extent more information than they do, surrounding information. They have to go on only what they have heard in court. So I, I hope it goes his way. Uh, I'm a little nervous or a little worried about this business of uh, possibly allowing the jury to find him guilty of a lesser charge. It kind of opens the door for things like manslaughter. But, you know, because I, I and I hope and, and the last caller is absolutely correct. How the mob reacts to these things should not play a role in any way, shape or form. Uh, but that hasn't been true since uh, Michael Brown. Okay, since Michael Brown, the public square, the public discourse on these things, and even the opinions of freaking presidents seems to play a role. In other words, the jurisprudence concept of guilty until innocent until proven guilty has been kind of inverted. If the crowd thinks you're guilty, you're guilty, right? And if the crowd doesn't get the the uh, the uh, ruling that the crowd wants then the mob feels completely justified in tearing the crap out of that town or any town, any given town in which these things take place. So uh, I don't know. Again, uh, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> if you have any thoughts, uh, feel free to give me a call, uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean Hyde. I hate everything. I hate Mondays. I hate everything. I hate Mondays. I'm sorry.
The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Oh, yeah, Beto's running for governor. Uh, it's been announced this morning, Beto. Beto, he's after me, Loki Charms. Fake Mexican. What a goob. That guy is such a goob. Well, I'll ask you. I'm going to take a, a written house call here. But do you, do you, again, I, I think people who support Beto are, are stupid. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. I mean, I, I, I hate to say that, say that about Willie Nelson, who I admire and respect immensely. But, you know, I don't know why any, and he's beloved in Austin, man. I mean, I don't think he can win. I, not against Greg Abbott, I really don't. Didn't I read that Matthew McConaughey actually tracks, be, tracks better than freaking Beto, man? You know, he's just such a douche. He's a douche. And, you know, and I just don't see him. He's a knockoff. He's winter's mourn. He's what? Winter's Morn. What's that? Well, it's the knockoff Summer's Eve. Oh. He's a knockoff dude. <laughs> you had to take me a little bit of a walk on that one, Chris. <laughs> Winter's Morn. Jeez. How your mind works is God's own mystery. But I <laughs> I just don't think... I don't, yeah. I think he kind of. I think people realize what a stupid, what a moron he is, or what a jerk he is with the with the the cruise run. Where he's getting up on tables and crap, and he's didn't he get like a colonoscopy or something, and he had to bring people into the into the room with him with a live feed, you know? Trying to prove he's not full and everything. <laughs> he's not full of crap. I'm going to get a colonoscopy live. On a live stream, so you can see that I'm actually not full of crap. What an uppity jerk he is. He really is, man. Uppity. <laughs> yeah, uppity. Colonoscopy. Uppity. <laughs> I'm here all week, maybe. Here's uh, Jesse. How are you? All right. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, sure. I agree with you on the uh, Beto O'Rourke thing. Yeah, he's, he's a uh, Biden connector there. He's got no chance. But uh, I just wanted to mention about the uh, Rittenhouse thing. Uh, I don't understand the thing where they're not allowed to bring in the character of the three guys that he shot because uh, they use his character against him. To me, it's like they shouldn't allow the fact that he came across state lines with a gun. That shouldn't matter. You know, what his motives were to go there shouldn't matter. Only the event itself should be considered. If that's the case, if you can't bring up theirs, they shouldn't bring up any of his. I, I agree, but it's a little late for that. I mean, this is this is uh, this is what they determined at the beginning of the trial. So, uh, I, I don't know. You got, you got any thoughts on uh, how you think this thing is going to go? I, I don't see how it can be anything but acquittal myself. I mean, from what I've seen on the news, there's no way. Yeah. Well, there's always a way, though. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's always a way. It would be, it'd be crooked if it was. Yeah, but I, I concur. I appreciate the going. Because, I, I, you know, I, I think the, tr- the, the, the going in with this case and the fact that that prosecutor was taken by surprise that his own star witness uh, ended up being a detriment to him is strange to me. Uh, so I, 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 you know, do I think this was politically motivated? Well, yeah, I think I, I, I do believe that. This kid has been, uh, you know, characterized as a white supremacist since day one by the president of the United States. 
with absolutely no proof. You know, and uh, and as a Trump supporter and all this stuff, and none of it's true. And it's just kind of odd to me, the whole thing. You look at what was going on in Kenosha at that point. It was absolute lawlessness. People's businesses were being destroyed. People were being assaulted and attacked in their cars. There was havoc in the streets, fires. Police were being attacked. You know, they were they were occupying, uh, uh, you know, police precinct buildings, cop stations. You know, I heard Riccardi say this the other day. You know, somebody had to do something. Because <laughs> it was just being allowed to happen. This crazy time, man. Hey, Richard, how you doing? Hey, pretty good, Sean. Happy Monday. Uh, happy Monday. Uh, I think your two lead stories here are conjoined at the hip. What's that? Uh, I've been on jury duty a lot down in Harris County. Man, I don't, I can't even remember how many times. But right. anyway, uh, I didn't know him at the time. But now that I think back, I've been on jury duty with a lot of Betos, male and female. You know? With what? <laughs> a lot of Betos. Bet on the, on the jury. <laughs> Morons. Absolutely. Oh, God. You not believe, you're exactly right about a jury trial. You would not believe what people say in the jury room and believe that has totally nothing to do with the testimony. Really? I mean, absolutely nothing. And I, I just sit there and, and look at them and think, where have I been for a week? You people. <laughs> well, I can see that. I've, I've, never, I've never served on a jury. I tend to get out of it because of what I do for a living, you know what I mean? But, but, uh, I, I've, so I don't know. I have no real, real insight into what that's like. But I imagine, uh, you're getting a cross section of folks from the general population, right? Absolutely. Well, they're not, they're not all going to be Einsteins. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> You you are, and you're exactly right. When it goes to the jury, there's no telling what's going to come out of that. Yep, movie. I agree, man. Hey, man, I appreciate the call, as usual. Y'all have a good one. You too, Richard. So we'll see. Uh, Greg Abbott just posted this uh, about a minute ago, your governor. Beto wants to defund the police, kill good-paying oil and gas jobs, allow chaotic open border policies, Support the failing Biden agenda. Impose socialism. Take your guns. Bring it. <laughs> That's badass, Governor Abbott. Badass. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah, yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Well, it's another full weekend of watching Hallmark Christmas movies at my house. I know I, I'm not supposed to talk about myself, but Jar Jar enjoyed it. Jarvis, the cat's name is Jarvis. We can talk Jarvis. about Jar Jar. Jarvis. Jarvis. Jar. Jar. And uh, I think he's saying Jar Jar. He stop it! Don't you get involved in this, Foley? You stay out of it, man. I'm only here for a day. So. <laughs> Cat's name is Jarvis. 
then he's got to go after today. As I was saying, it was another long weekend of watching Hallmark movies. And so I just, one, like something depressed me. Well, there was one thing that really depressed me. You know who Bruce Campbell is? Bruce Campbell is sort of a, uh, you know, he's kind of a cult film actor. He was in the Evil Dead movies. He's kind of a funny dude. Burn Notice. Burn Notice. That was, oh yeah, that was a great show. But he's kind of a comedic actor, you know, and he's been around for a while. But he first became well-known with the Sam Raimi movies. He, Sam, he's been in every Sam Raimi movie, I think. But uh, uh, he was in uh, the Evil Dead movies. And he was in a Hallmark movie, man. He was. He played a non-funny character in a Hallmark movie. He played like somebody's dad. I'm sitting there watching a Hallmark movie with my wife. I'm like, that is that... And she goes, yes, Mr. Sean. That's Bruce Campbell? What, what in the hell, man? Bruce, baby. What happened to you, dude? It's just kind of sad. But you know what? But the thing is, and this is what's so stupid, because I, I, I will sit and try to watch. I just I find the Hallmark movies to be boring beyond comprehension. I mean, I'm, and my wife knows this. I'm not, you know, talking smack out of out of church here. I'm not talking smack out of church, okay? She knows that I don't like these movies and that they're they're just incredibly boring to me. But a lot of people do, and they, they like it because in dark, weird times such as the, in which we're living in, I don't know if these movies would be so popular if life weren't so crappy right now. But people like the happy endings. It's become a big deal, man. Like some of the actors who have been, who are, you know, who recur in some of these movies are becoming, people are starting to know who they are. My wife reads all the, the backgrounds of all her favorite actors and knows their bios and crap and follows them on Twitter. It's, it's crazy. And Bruce is next. Bruce, man. Bruce, dude. You're Bruce Campbell, man. Chainsaw on the arm, man. Chopping up dead people. Boomstick. Boomstick. What? And now he... You don't remember that? I don't. It's been a long time. This is my boomstick. Oh, right, right, right. And you'll... I mean, you'll see a lot of kind of past-their-prime actors playing the older characters on these movies, right? Trying to think who I saw uh, uh, on a movie once. I'm like, oh, that guy's still alive. I, I can't remember now. But, you, you know, and so, you know, you, you're expected to see the odd Mike Farrell <laughs> appearance in a Hallmark movie, you know. You're not really surprised, you know. If you see some guy who used to be in soaps back in the 80s, you know, pop up in a Hallmark movie. They, they always have to have the old fart, right? Every, every movie has to have the old wizened person or the wizened dad or the wizened mom who owns the cookie shop. But Bruce Campbell, that bummed me out, man. One of these days, you're going to be in a Hallmark movie. No, Dennis, I'll never be in a Hallmark movie. Unless they do Christmas on Calabra. <laughs> like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. You'll be Christmas you'll, on the West Side. You'll be working at a coffee shop on Calabra. <laughs> preparing hot cocoa. No, pouring shots of tequila, more than likely. Do you watch those? No. Thank you, Jesus. No, I have a lot. I'm, I'm very happy for you that you don't have, that you don't watch those. I didn't. I didn't think you did. I just need to ask. 
I don't have cable, so. Oh, you're better <laughs> off, man. TV sucks these days. I, I just, you know, can I just, do we all agree? TV just kind of sucks. Cable or otherwise, it's the same. first off in the cable channels, it's the same freaking movies over and over and over again, man. The same freaking movies. Uh, send me the clip. This is my boomstick, Army of Darkness. Now he's on Hallmark and Christmas movies. Now it's Christmas with the Dead, you know, and Hallmark. I don't know. But in general, you see the same crappy movies are rolling the same movies all the time. I'm not really into any TV shows right now. You know, I'm not binge watching anything. Uh, you know, I, I I still haven't started. I got my I got Columbo DVD. I got the complete Columbo series on DVD. I'm gonna start watching that at some point. But I'm so freaking lazy. I don't even want to be bothered enough to put the disc in the player. <laughs> This is why on the weekends I end up watching Jimmy Swaggart. That's right. I, Dennis, I watch a lot of Jimmy Swaggart. Okay. Uh, I watch a lot of Jimmy Swaggart. My, my wife loves it. She loves it because we get in the car and I'm listening to preachers. Black Ray Brown. And then <laughs> Ray Brown Senior. And then, uh, and then I, uh, at night, you know, she has to suffer through me watching Jimmy Swaggart. Re- they're not even current shows. They're like reruns, man. But Jimmy Swaggart has an incredible band, and I like watching the band sing gospel. Sing that white man's gospel. Because TV just sucks. And if I'm going to sit and watch TV with my wife, it's Hallmark movie after Hallmark movie after Hallmark movie. It just never ends. Well, how about this? You should write up reviews. About the Hallmark movies? Mm -hmm. You write one and then ditto. ditto, ditto. (laughs) It's the same. You would only have to write one. It's the same damn movie over and over again. It's the same freaking movie over. It just changed the locations. Well, maybe that's why they brought in Bruce. They've been listening to your show, and I will change it up. Different character. No, I don't think they're listening to my show. I think Bruce wants to be popular again, and that's the most popular thing in town right now is Hallmark. Or maybe just wants a paycheck. Maybe he just wants a paycheck, like Dennis says. Yeah. Maybe a little, bit, little of both. Maybe his freaking wife likes watching the Hallmark movies, and so he's making his woman happy. By starring in a Hallmark movie. Maybe she hates them. Maybe she hates them and they're on the brink of divorce. And this is a finger in her eye because she's out in L.A. and she's going to take all his crap if she leaves. Or maybe he just wants to say hi to Jar Jar. His name is Jarvis. Damn you! We'll be right back. It is time to pass the torch. To the next Vermonter, we'll carry on this work for our great state. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, it's about time there, Patrick. Uh, Actually, you probably could have done us all a favor and backed out a few years ago. Well, bye. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hour number two of the show. And uh, we're following the Rittenhouse thingy. And uh, the latest development is the judge has uh, thrown out the gun charges. So Mr. Rittenhouse, young Mr. Rittenhouse, doesn't have to uh, worry about that. Uh, It was the sixth count facing young Mr. Rittenhouse. uh, The possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18, a misdemeanor. It's been thrown out. 
and uh, they're going to start uh, closing arguments uh, fairly soon. And maybe when they do, Chris, we'll take a listen to some of it. If we can bring it up once they start, just to see, just to kind of get a sense of things. But uh, if you have any thoughts on it, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, in other newest, uh, a couple of other things going on. Uh, because apart from the stuff that's going to happen, <laughs> there's not a lot of news that has happened. Uh, we have this uh, Loudoun County official that tweeted over the weekend that the parents of the Fight for Schools organization that have come up with all these signatures these, on these petitions to have the uh, school board fired are alt-right. Thank you, Loudon, for a factual and thorough debunking of the alt-right FFS positions. Actually, she tweeted this on Thursday. If they want to fight for schools, they should support teacher pay increases, more mental health resources, and ending the school prison pipeline. Uh, As the Fox News story points out, Merriam-Webster defines alt-right as a right-wing, primarily online political movement or grouping based in the U.S., whose members reject mainstream conservative politics and espouse extremist beliefs and policies typically centered on ideas of white nationalism. So basically, she's calling all these parents a bunch of white supremacists, which is par for the course, right, these pukes? A couple of folks uh, that work uh, are, you know, working with Fight for Schools were a little mystified by that. Uh, you know, we have this one guy. Obvi- uh, this is uh, <laughs> Joe Mobley. Obviously, as a black dude, it's weird to be called a white supremacist. <laughs> it's a, I'm a black dude. <laughs> but I'm a white supremacist, right? Uh, there was another. I'm trying to figure out where this was because Trey mentioned this, and I just saw the story, and then we'll, we'll go to uh, go to the phones here. That there was some other school board uh, president somewhere who had been collecting a dossier on some of the parents, having them spied on by private investigators, trying to get personal information, criminal records, divorce records, to use against them if they uh, if they continued to, I guess, show up at these meetings. I mean, he's it's weird stuff, man. Here's uh, Johnny. Johnny, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. And it's a Monday. I hate Mondays. You want to even make your Monday even worser? (laughs) How's that? (laughs) My wife's Italian. She says, oh, no, Beto, no Beto on Beto. He just announced his running on saw it on the SA online. Yes. Yes, I know. (laughs) He's a toad. Oh, man. (laughs) He He really is. He and Buttigieg should go camping together or something, you know? A bunch of dweebs. Yeah, they are both dweebs. I don't think he's got. I don't think he has a chance. But I've been wrong before. It's just one one more stick in the mud that's going to just you know potentially right. right. Maybe I'll run for governor. I think I'd have yeah, a better chance I'd than Beto. I'd vote for you twice. <laughs> Very. That's how we run things these days. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> Beto, he is. He's a toad, Chris. He's a toad. Hey, Mark, what's going on with you? Hey, what's up, Uncle Sean? How are you doing? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. What, what are you thinking? 
Oh, nothing. I just wanted to make a comment. You know, my favorite, my favorite talking point with the Rittenhouse case is the whole thing about the whole stick about how he drove across state lines. Right. Well, if you if you actually look at where he drove from, he actually made a twenty-one minute commute. Right. That's you it. Know, so, so when you but when you break it down that way, you actually realize that the guy he shot and blew his uh, bicep off actually drove like twice the distance that Kyle had to get right. To there. Right. You know, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. You know and. You know, the whole thing, and he's going to get off on self-defense because, you know, I remember watching that actually often live that night on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I remember going, man, this guy, whoa, like the skateboard, the kick, all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff is crazy. So, you know, I'm just I'm just gearing up for what's going to happen because, you know, Kenosha, all that stuff, probably going to be mad riding going on. Oh, you know, if he's acquitted, there'll be craziness in the streets because that's how the mob operates, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they just got to keep us at each other's throat, you know, because once we realize that they're the ones that are problems, you know, that's the issue. Right. So I got to run, Mark. Thank, thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. You know, yeah, you, that's why they got the National Guard uh, in Kenosha. It's just strange times, aren't they? Just very strange times. Uh, and then we have the Lion Lady. Uh, <laughs> the Lion Lady. If you remember a couple of years ago, a woman had somehow gotten into the lion exhibit at the Bronx Zoo. Remember that? And uh, she was, like, taunting the lions and stuff, and it was a very strange, strange case. Well, she's back. She's done it again. Her name is Maya Autry, and she got into the lion exhibit once again. Only this time she's wearing a tight red dress. She's got some chunk going, Chris. She'd make a nice lion meal. Probably look like a ham. She looks like a ham, like a honey ham. She's in a tight red dress wearing a leopard print shawl. Standing across a moat from a lion. Talking to it, throwing roses and throwing money at the lion. Roses and money at the lion. That's a strange, strange hobby. Last time she did this was in 2019. But now she's she's got she was dark hair. Now she's got, well, I'll say it. She's a black chick, and now she's got blonde hair. And she does. She looks kind of like that. She would make good lion food. I mean, she's she's got some. Uh, this has nothing to do with her doing nothing to do with her being a black chick. But she's got some chunk going. Lions looking at her like I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> Winter's coming. Winter's coming, and I need to store up some protein, baby. Uh, so they're they're looking forward to charge her with trespassing, you know. And and very obviously, this is about you know viral fame and stuff. You know, she's she wants to be famous, but you know it's kind of an odd way to go about it. That's all. I mean, I'm just they 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 can they can sweetheart they can outrun you. <laughs> As Trey pointed out, you can't go up a tree because they'll climb the damn tree. I was, you know, I don't know, it was a dark subject for a Monday, but Trey and I were both like, that'd be a really horrible way to die. Would it be torn apart by a freaking wild animal? Can you think of anything worse? Maybe burning to death, but, you know, seriously. Be a good story, though. She, <laughs> if she gets eaten? I mean, better than other ways you could die. I, no, I I think getting ripped apart by a wild, wild animal. This is why I don't miss Colorado. I don't miss Colorado. There's two reasons I don't miss Colorado. I don't miss Colorado for the winters and the bears. 
because a bear will tear your crap up, man. Could provide some audio bites. Audio bites. <laughs> it's just a strange thing to do. You wonder how she came up with the idea. You know, because she had to, she had to think of this. She had to sit around on her on her big ass, and it is a big ass. <laughs> and uh, well, you can check out the photos. How much money did she have? I don't know. She's just tossing money at the lions. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Like I don't. That, that's bizarre. I don't even know what that means. Why? Why are you? T- and she she also screams a lot of Muslim stuff too when she's doing this. So it's, she's a very strange woman. She's in a hot red dress. I mean, it doesn't look all that good on her. Again, she kind of looks like a turkey loaf. Uh, and she's got blonde hair now. She's yelling Muslim stuff and tossing roses and money at the lions. I'm having a hard time connecting the dots on this one as to what her overall message is. I think her overall message is, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's just, how do you come up with that idea? I want to be famous. I'm going to bust into the lion de- lion's den at the Bronx Zoo. I have a dress. I have a dress. Some extra cash. So good luck with that next time around. 210. <laughs> Trey's right. Their lions are just seeing a steak. You know what I mean? They're seeing a ribeye. Yeah. They're seeing a rump roast. <laughs> That's exactly what they're They're seeing a rump roast. Oh, God. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA. 21 minutes after 10. Rudy J joins me. How are you, man? I'm lovely, man. It's <laughs> the, uh, Monday. It's Monday. The morning show over at ESPN, the Sports Star. With Rob Thompson, 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. Yes, sir. I hate Mondays. <laughs> we almost there. Oh, I you hate got them. So, what, you got about 30 more minutes? Yeah, about 30 more minutes, yeah. Nap? I just, my problem on food Sunday nights, nap? maybe a little food, but yeah. my problem is Sunday nights. And I know we, it's not we complain about we have to complain about our jobs, but it's like it's a really easy job, you know. The, the hardest part is getting up. No, we're allowed to complain. We're right. taxpaying Americans. We that, can complain if we want. That's right. <laughs> but Sunday nights, I was telling you guys this in the in the ESPN studio. Yeah. I, I get it. And Rob was doing. I do that clock watching where you mm-hmm. wake up at like two thirty. It's like oh, I got two more hours. So then you go to sleep. And then you wake up. And it's three thirty. That's the worst. That's the that's not good sleep. That's not good for you. No, it's not. You need a nap. That's why I'm real. insane. So when I get done, I go take a nap sometimes. So are you? Were you cranky, Chris? Was he grumpy on air today? Oh, okay. <laughs> the hell's that supposed to mean? <laughs> that cranky, grumpy, grumpy, grumpy bear. And then uh, what's bad is that I go home and my wife works in the bedroom because she. Uh, that sounded funny. I know. She, well, oh, no, she oh, she works at a going? she works at a bank. She's but a, she's still virtual. She, she has her desk set up in 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 the bedroom. <laughs> My wife works in the bedroom. He was like, my wife works in the bedroom. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? it's great gash. Yeah, no, and so she's a kind of a customer service person, you know? Yeah. So she's taking phone calls all day. Customer service in the bedroom. Well, <laughs> Where no, are we no going, come son? on. Oh, no, I didn't mean that. No, no. Oh, my God. You people oh, are filthy. Are y'all? No, are not that cu- customer Mark service. Take, Chris. No, my man, wife no. works in customer service in our no, bedroom. Oh, no, no. People have, she works for a bank, so people, oh, you. 
And Chris, I'll come through that window. So, and now money? Yeah, what, she what helps kind of bank? She deals with money. What? What? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bank. Customer service bedroom, and she deals with money. <laughs> she helps people with their banking accounts, man. It's Monday. Point being... <laughs> I'm so childish. You can't say these kind of things around someone who's childish. Oh, I, I, I'm I'm just as childish as you okay, are. So cool. I think it's funny as hell. Plus, it puts food on the table. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, I'll go home and take a nap. Okay. But some, I guess sometimes I snore really loudly, and like Ooh. the customer will hear me snoring in the background. Are you serious? She has to like wake me up and crap. You need to sleep in a separate. There's room. no other place to sleep, man. I just sleep in my car. I can sleep on the couch. The couch. The cat's the couch gonna bug is bad. me. We're you and I. We can't sleep on the couch at our age. We no. have to have a real bed. If not, we're gonna wake up and something's not gonna work. Something's back. No, hip, you're right. Knee. I need a bed. I need a bed too. I can't yeah. do the couch trip anymore. No, no, no. no. I used to, I Too slept on Kinky Friedman's uh, couch for about twelve years when I go up there Kinky to stay. Freeman. Yeah, but he's you know he's a country singer oh. and, yeah, and a writer and author. And I go up there and I sleep. I've been sleeping on his couch. For 12 years, and I can't do it anymore. No. Because I wake up and I can't move. No, at all. I'm a little stiff. Same here, brother. Getting old ain't for sissies. Anyway. <laughs> that felt like, is that a Johnny Cash line? <laughs> it should be. It's a, Getting no, older ain't for sissies. It felt very Johnny Cash to me. It, it, it did. It's all good. Clint Eastwoodish. <laughs> Rudy J, man. My morning man. show, uh, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10, ESPN, the sports star with Rob Thompson. We always appreciate you coming by and hey, man, saying thanks hi. Thanks for having me, man. No Go problem. Go get some rest, brother. Chris, I, I, I might nap before the show's over. I know. Who knows? <laughs> Y'all be good. All right. We'll see you, man. Have a good day. I am, man. I'm I'm so stinking tired. It's Sunday nights. I don't know why, Chris. Sunday nights, I can't I can't sleep, man. Oh, look, they're still laughing about my wife working in the bedroom thing. I, you got you filthy. Chris, you're a filth. You filth. You filthy man. I didn't say it. You were in there laughing your ass off. Well, I'm just like he was saying. You can't say stuff around someone immature. You know how immature I am. <laughs> well, Dennis Foley's quite mature, and he was laughing. I oh, saw that, you, Foley. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not getting out of this. No, it's funny. My wife works in the bedroom. He regrets Customer service. <laughs> I guess it did sound kind of funny. God, I wonder if she's listening right now. We'll you, find out pretty quick. You, you listening, baby? Baby, are you listening? You'll get the punk ass. That's what I get. I get a text that says punk ass. So my wife reviews the show. Punk ass. 210 Sorry, I had a little gas bubble in my chest there. Ma'am, the snoring's disturbing the customer service. I, I mean, I don't want to get in trouble, but it's it's like last week. I think it was Friday because I remember how wiped I was when I got off the air. I was just exhausted. So I went home, and, and she's right next to the bed there where she has her desk. My desk is on the other side of the bed. Her desk is on her side of the of the of the bed, so she's right there. And I I just went to sleep, and all of a sudden I feel a slap upside my head. Wake up because hear your story. Because I guess you know you're calling up some chick, you know, to get, help you with your bank account issue. You know, your card's been locked out or something. And here's something that sounds like a freaking grizzly bear snoring in the background. No, that's just the cash counter. <laughs> well, at least it's snoring, right, Chris? Because it could be worse. Yeah, I just said that. Two one zero five nine nine fifty. Well, you know, could be making some other kind of noise. That would be really embarrassing. 
Her and desk pro- is actually right next to the bathroom, so I'm always worried about, you know. And a little more true to form. <laughs> so, uh, let's see, the closing arguments, maybe we'll get some before. He's still doing jury instructions. Mm-hmm. He's been doing jury jury instructions for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Is that unusual? It seems like a long time. Depends on the case. Uh, charges there are. Right. And he has dropped the gun charge, which would have been a misdemeanor at best, I think. But we have we heard anything as to whether or not he's going to allow for lesser charges? Not that I've seen yet. It hasn't happened yet. I wonder what's going through that young man's mind, man. Because <laughs> you know, he's got to be... He's 18, man. And last week, when they were all given all the celebrity pukes were giving him hell and stuff because he broke down on the stand, he, he was 17 years old, and he shot and killed two people. He shot a third guy. And I'm fairly certain when he went to Kenosha, he didn't want to kill anybody. And his actions kind of back that up after this happened. So, you know, God knows what's in his head right now. And his mom should sue the President of the United States, man. She should sue every news outlet that reported him to be a white supremacist. The president, after this happened, called him a white supremacist. She should sue the hell out of everybody she can. 210-599-5555. This is a song called Plush. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's 1039. How are you? How's your day going, huh? It's almost nap time for Mr. Sean. Sean's going to go home and take a little nap. Little nap time. Here's Doug. Doug, how are you? What's on your brain? Hey, Sean here. I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I thought I was the only man in the world whose wife worked in her bedroom with the desk. (laughs) I want to thank you for that. I'm not the only one. So your wife works in the bedroom with the desk? I got to ask you. Now, do you do your own taxes? My own what? Taxes? Taxes. Yes, yes. Well, I use like... The reason... Yeah. Well... The reason I ask is because about two months before the taxes are due, the papers are on the floor in the bedroom. <laughs> so it's like I can't even step into my own bedroom, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, it's I a mean, workspace now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the whole thing is a workspace. And the, the bed's a nice prop, you know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, but thank you so much. Uh, I, I'm glad to see that. Uh, but I haven't slept on the couch for 12 years. I mean, not yet. But, you know what I but, you know uh, what I call camping sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So so anyway, it's it's nice to know that you always got an extra room in the house or or space. Right. Know, I don't know, see that's why. Uh, yeah. I, I I appreciate the call, man. If I if I want an extra room, I got to sleep in the bathroom. I can sleep in the ba- in the bathtub. You know. I guess that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize. Yeah, you got you got a sp- maybe a wife or a husband, a spouse who's working out of the bedroom. That we have, because when I was on lockdown, we set up a desk for me, right next to the bed. Because I would tell you guys, I'd roll out of bed and I'd do the show in my jammies. Well, when she started working, she started working at home right about the time that I stopped working at home. And so we set her up with a desk on the other side of the bed. 
And it's so funny, you can totally tell the different personalities, because like my wife's desk is very professional. Everything has its place. It's very well organized. And my desk looks like a landfill. You know, it's just got crap all over it, stacks of crap and books and mail. I can't even see the damn desk anymore. I actually don't even use it. I, when I want to work on a computer, I go sit out in the living in the dining room and do it out there. Well, enough about me. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is kind of a crap crummy little story uh, that I ran across earlier today, <coughs> and it involves Robert Cray and Eric Clapton. I got this on my, on Guitar World. I think it was actually uh, based on an interview from the Washington Washington Post. Eric Clapton and Robert Cray have been friends for over 35 years. Robert Cray has ended his 35-year friendship with Eric Clapton. Quote, I'd just rather not associate with somebody who's on the, the extreme and being so selfish. There are two reasons why Robert Cray is crap canning his 35-year friendship with Eric Clapton. One, uh, Eric Clapton and Van Morrison did an anti-lockdown song because, you know, Eric Clapton's one of the guys saying, hey, I'm not going to work any venues where you require proof of vaccine. I'm not doing it. And so he and Van Morrison apparently got together and did a song called Stand and Deliver, and Robert Cray took issue with these lyrics. Do you want to be a free man or do you want to be a slave? Do you want to wear these chains until you're lying in the grave? Robert Cray didn't dig that. Uh, and he, uh, his reaction, he, when he brought it up to Eric Clapton, he said he's referring to slaves from England from way back. Well, it, whatever. The other thing that Robert Cray didn't like about Eric Clapton, his friend of over 35 years, is he took a picture with Greg Abbott. Uh, Clapton played a gig in Austin. Greg Abbott was there, and they got a picture, and that that bothered Robert Craig. This is in September, around the time the new abortion law got signed. So Robert Cray is no longer friends with Eric Clapton. I'm sure that's bugging the hell out of Eric Clapton. It's kind of crummy, isn't it? And I didn't even realize this. I don't know much about Robert Cray. I mean, he had a couple of hits, I think, what, in the 80s, late 80s or something like that. Uh, maybe early 90s. I don't even remember now. What? What are you looking at me for? Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. And uh, I guess Eric Clapton kind of brought him along. In other words, Robert Cray would have been kind of lost in the in the obscurity of, of the blues community and never would have had any mainstream exposure if not for Eric Clapton. And this is how he treats him after 35 years. A photograph and a song lyric. People are freaking crazy these days, man. Hey, Lewis, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good, Sean. I wishing you the very best of health. Listen, two Thank quick you. questions. One, when Beto announced, uh, <clears throat> how soon is public public information going to be able to see to find out who's funding him? Is it going to be George Soros, or where is he going to get the most of his money? And my second question is, do they no longer print? Uh, newspaper anymore at Express News? Do they don't sell newspapers? Because everywhere I go and I ask them, do you have a newspaper, man? They look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, just in general, you mean? Yeah. A no, lot of places yeah. A lot of places have stopped selling newspapers because they're just not, yeah. people don't, they don't read them anymore. 
Well, I understand Especially not that, that one. Every now and then I like to read a newspaper at breakfast. I used to read for many years. I read the paper every single day. Uh, it was something I enjoyed doing, and uh, then, you know, really it all went Internet, and it's just a lot quicker, and the information, the news cycle is a lot shorter now. I hear you, Sean. You take care. Have a great day, man. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. So I, I, I just, but that used to be a daily thing for me is reading the paper cover to cover, and I just don't do it anymore because, uh, well, frankly, because I'm not a big fan of the Express News, to be quite honest with you. And secondly, you know, you, you news, the news turns over so quickly that if you want the latest, you really got to go online. That's really the best source, in my opinion. And you got to, and the thing is, you got to have multiple sources too, because the, 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 the news industry in this country is so completely biased that if you don't, uh, if you don't have multiple sources from multiple different perspectives, you're, you're going to have a hard time determining what the actual news is or what because see me i I don't want commentary i just want to know the facts (laughs) i make up my own damn mind what i think about it so yeah the newspaper is kind of going the way of the dodo bird but you know what it's it's, to a certain sense it's it's yes it's technology it's internet but it's also their own fault in a lot of ways and that news newsprint tends to be extraordinarily biased well, and that and the people don't freaking read anymore. Uh, they just don't read anymore. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Nah, I'm Sean. Final few moments of the show. Man, have they started? Is he still doing uh, instruct jury instructions, I think, isn't he? Good God, man. Well, now it looks like there's some kind of back and forth with one of the lawyers. Doesn't that one prosecutor guy look really weird, man? The job of the hut looking guy. You know who I'm talking about with the weird head? I think he's the priest on the prosecutor staff there. I'm not body shaming him, Chris. He just, he has a weird looking head. That's all I'm saying. Do you know who I'm, who I'm talking about? Yeah, he's got the weird, he's the big guy there. He's got a weird head. He must be an assistant DA or something. That's some deep legal analysis on my part. He got a weird looking head. You see that guy right there? He got a funny looking head, don't he? What the hell kind of head is that? Uh, so whatever you want to comment on, we got a few minutes here. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let me know what you're thinking. I'll make your predictions in the Rittenhouse trial because that's pretty much the big story. You know, Joe Biden's also getting ready to ruin all of our lives. Uh, by signing that infrastructure bill, that multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill into law, right? No one's really talking about that, man. Stuff's about to get even more expensive, like lots more expensive. Multi-trillion dollar bill, and you combine that with shutting down that other pipeline, and man, we are going to be living there. We're going to be living, man, we're going to be paying out the butt. I just said it. For anything, loaf of bread gas uh I, you know i'm already uh dealing with it i mean 30 it costs 35 bucks to fill up my car and it's not a big car 
And that's twice a week, man. I don't know. I, I said this last week. If you all got an F-150 or something like that, I don't know how the hell you... Man, you're going to be paying out the, the butt. <laughs> Let me see how many times I can say that on the radio. You're paying out the butt, too, aren't you? Uh, you know, and everything is about to get much more expensive very, very quickly. And uh, your own government's doing it to you. I think that's the part of it that I can't stand the most. You want to talk about who the domestic terrorist is, it's it's our stinking government. See that uh, that chick on uh, MSNBC, Stephanie Rule, uh, you know, they're, they're calling her Stephanie Antoinette now. Because basically, in essence, what she said is people should stop complaining about inflation because we have the money to pay it. In other words, let them eat cake, right? I think Trey said that earlier. God. The the chasm between the elites in this country and working folk is, is just getting bigger and bigger and deeper and deeper. Because people like her are going to be able to afford to roll with this stuff. Right? Uh, here's uh, John. How you doing, John? Good morning, Sean. Hey, what's hey, on your brain there? Well, I just wanted to say um, this Rittenhouse uh, trial, it's going to come out. They're going to find a reason to protest regardless. Do you uh, think so? You get lesser ch- oh, absolutely. They're going to use it. The, the uh, George Soros is already going to be funding these guys to come out and start protesting and mm. causing havoc because they want to continue to see division among the United States. It creates a smokescreen for the dumb things Joe Biden's doing. Right. And uh, they, they're relying on some violence this, evening, this weekend, uh, this week coming up. I'm sure it'll be a quick decision, but if it's not, I think there's going to be a re- they're going to look for any reason to complain. Well, and I, I think you're right, because if he if they find him guilty on a lesser charge, they can riot over that because he's not going away for murder. Uh, you know, if he gets acquitted, certainly they can riot because they wanted him in jail. But you're right. It's not even it's it's not even really there's there's no truth to it because these are people that are shipped in by a guy like George Soros. That's what that's what happened before. Yep. And what happened during that summer of all those protests? These people weren't even from the neighborhoods they were they were protesting in. And and I get sick of it being called civil unrest. If I hear that one more time, civil unrest. That wasn't civil unrest. That was anarchy. <laughs> I appreciate the call, John. You know what I mean? ABC's been calling it during the civil unrest of last summer. Civil unrest. No, that was chaos, theft, and vandalism and violence. Okay, it's a it's, it's something. It's a it's a little different. A little different than merely civil unrest. Oh, we're we're not resting. We're un, we're 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 uh, we're civilly unresting. We're just protesting li- mildly. Uh, but you know, as far as the 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 uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and and charges and all this, since this story first happened, the the media have portrayed him as the guilty party. Yes, and uh, and the his his uh, the scumbags who attacked him as victims. And you know, it just it, it's it's been nauseating to listen to and to watch on TV. It really has been. Uh, so, you know, we'll see how it goes. Again, uh, I, it's hard to make predictions. I have no idea how this thing is going to go. Nobody does. 
But on a, on a, right now we're watching, uh, it looks like the defense lawyer is, uh, is, uh, going back and forth with the judge over something. But hopefully, uh, closing arguments will begin soon. But again, judges uh, or juries have done screwy things before. You think they're going to go in the obvious direction and they don't do it. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens to this young man. We're going to be closing it out now. If you hate my stinking guts and want to email me and tell me you hate my stinking guts and I suck or I talk too much about myself, <laughs> Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive executive producer, Dennis Foley, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.